Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So this episode is about taking the pressure off and having a lot more fun and a relaxed approach to health and fitness, which ironically helps people get far better results a lot of the time. This is based on a a conversation that I almost literally just had with an online coaching client who is dealing with a lot at the moment, as many people are, with a lot of stuff going on at work. There's obviously Christmas to think about and presents to buy and family to look after. And then she's putting a lot of pressure on herself to get everything done perfectly with her health and fitness goals as well. And that can make it really unenjoyable. And what we spoke about was the fact that with work at the moment particularly, and just other things in life, they're causing some stress, which to an extent is more much more difficult to control with work demands especially. That's something that stresses partly down to how we think about it, but it's also there are things there that are challenging. Whereas with health and fitness stuff and with weight loss goals, we can actually make this far more enjoyable. And it's so important to do that, especially at this time of year when you just cannot do things perfectly. It's either going to feel like you're you're failing consistently because you're not doing it perfectly and therefore you're going to be hard on yourself the whole time. Or it can feel like actually if we take the pressure off, you can just create a lot of wins over the next few weeks and into the new year that actually makes you much more consistent as well and puts you in a really good place to make some fantastic progress into the new year and get to the goals that you've got. If we feel good about what we do, we're going to keep doing it and doing it to the best we can. And that makes a massive difference versus feeling like you're just not doing it perfectly. And therefore, our brains will then think, well, I may as well just give up. The question for my client that we spoke about was particularly around work. She's got A, the stress of work, and B, there's loads of festive foods being brought in that are really tempting and therefore making her feel like she's going off track all the time with her goals. She's either got to avoid the foods and then everyone else is eating it and she feels like she's missing out. Or she was thinking that if she has those foods, she's messed up the plan for the day and then she feels bad too. So it's kind of a no-win situation. She's feeling bad either way. And that was something we want to reframe to make it much more enjoyable from the point of thinking about those foods and considering the question, like, is that food worth it? If there's something that you're experiencing where there's festive foods around at work, for example, having a look at that food and thinking like, is that really worth it? Is it exceptional and delicious and something that I, I can't get again very easily? And if so, like, I would say enjoying that is a really good thing to do. You could go and enjoy that with full permission, guilt-free. And often when we do that guilt-free, allowing ourselves to eat it, you can then really slow down and taste it as well. Because it might look amazing, but actually when you start to eat it, the first couple of bites will tell you, actually, maybe it's not that good and you could leave some of it behind. Or you might decide the first few bites were amazing, but actually after that, I kind of had enough. I just wanted to taste. And when there's that pressure taken off to just be allowed to enjoy those foods, you're much more likely to have an amount that actually feels feels good for you. And then the key is to not feel bad about it after, because so many people will eat those foods 
but then beat themselves up. So their enjoyment is very temporary and then they feel really guilty and really bad after. If you're gonna go for it, go for it and enjoy it and don't beat yourself up. Just take the enjoyment and that's great. Everyone who's got a healthy relationship with food and is at a healthy weight, that's the way that they would tend to do things. Well, I say everyone. Most people in that situation would have that freedom and flexibility with food and they're able to maintain a healthy weight and a healthy relationship with food because that's their approach. They would have something that's amazing, they'll enjoy it and then they'll just move on. They won't feel bad. The people that feel bad about it tend to then try to compensate later or because they're feeling guilty, they just, they've lost motivation then to do other good things in the day. So it feels like the day's ruined. So like I may as well just start again tomorrow. And then we start again tomorrow with a, a bit of a negative mindset because yesterday didn't go well. So then we put pressure on ourselves to do perfect things the next day. So if we have it, enjoy it guilt-free and don't feel bad. And then you're more likely to make a better choice, like with your next choice available. And that could be something you think about deliberately as well. Like if it's worth it, I'm going to enjoy it and I'll just make my next choice a great one. With this client that I was speaking to, as an example, she had some vegetables planned for lunch, protein and veg that she brought in with her and something else came in that had no vegetables that looked delicious and she had some of that and then she actually made a great choice by having vegetables at dinner instead which she wasn't planning to do this client likes to have basically her main meal at lunch and then have just some some yogurt and nuts and fruit in the evening but she swapped it around she had what she wanted at lunch and she then had some some veg and some protein at dinner and that was a great choice and the only thing that she needs to work on there is actually feeling better about that choice because her mindset went to feeling bad about the lunch versus feeling good about the fact that she just balanced it out really well at dinner so we're working on that mindset of actually seeing the wins like creating a win and then feeling really good about it as well because then you finish the day feeling like actually yeah, i did i did well today like that was balanced that was me enjoying something that was amazing and then also still getting in the nutrition that helps me feel at my best and reach my goals so that mindset is key. And then when you're looking at those foods and asking, is it worth it? Very often you might decide actually it's not worth it. Like it's something I could get again anytime. It's not exceptional. It's maybe something from the supermarket. Like I could go and get it again anytime I decide to, or it's just not my favorite thing. Maybe everyone else is indulging in some donuts or some pastries or cookies, but actually while that would be nice, it's not like a 10 out of 10 for me. It's not exceptional. So I'm kind of, I'm good with leaving it. And then our mindset around that is really key. Thinking that if you think I can't have that, I shouldn't have that, it feels restricted and it feels like you're being deprived. But actually, if you know I'm allowed to have that and it's completely fine, but I'm choosing not to in this situation because I want to stick to my goals today and I feel better for that. And that thing isn't amazing anyway. I'd rather eat something different another time that's much more worth it to me. Then it feels like a completely different experience. And that then sets you up to keep making great choices later in the day. Same with exercise as well. This client that I was speaking to today has got a lot going on at the moment and wants to get her exercise done in the morning. But sometimes she's waking up and just has got so many things to do that she hasn't got the motivation to do a full workout. And so she's just getting things done for work and not doing any exercise and then feeling bad about that. So again with that, we want to frame it in a different way. If you decide, you know what, just today, I really just need to get stuff done and it's really important to me to do that and I'll make time for exercise tomorrow, 
then that could be one way to do it. If you do that, then it's really important to just feel good about the choice you made. Like, don't make a choice that's helpful, but then feel guilty for it. If you decide to get stuff done, feel proud for getting stuff done, but then make sure you get that exercise planned into for the next day. If you think, I know it would be really good for me to exercise today, which of course it would, then asking like, can I just do five or 10 minutes? That could be the next step. Often we think, well, I have to do a full workout. Otherwise there's no point. But that's where we need to find the middle ground and take the pressure off of doing everything and doing it perfectly. And just think, could I just do five or 10 minutes? That would be a win versus doing nothing. That's definitely a win. And if you do that, but often you might find if I just start five or 10 minutes, actually, I feel quite good. And I feel like actually I could do a bit more. But even if you just did that five or 10 minutes, that still sets you up for the day. That's you still creating a win. You've done a bit of exercise. You get to feel proud for that. And then you can crack on with everything else as well. And you've just started the day well because you took the pressure off. So it's so important to feel good about whatever choice it is that you make and see where you can create little wins in the day that aren't maybe all the things you want to do, but they're just heading in the right direction. Like it's a little tick in the box for the person you want to be and a vote for the habits you want to create in your life that lead you to the goals that you've got. When we frame things in a way that feels good, we take the pressure off, we look for ways to create wins we actually train our brain to to be more successful and to be more consistent as well. There's research, like tons and tons of research around self-compassion, self-kindness, that actually shows when we're kind to ourselves and we support ourselves and encourage ourselves and we make ourselves feel good about choices, our brain is much more open to finding solutions to problems and creating wins in other areas. And we'll be more consistent with our goals, with our actions that we need to take because we're feeling good about the process. Our brain then feels relaxed and it feels hopeful, maybe optimistic, a little bit proud, but inspired. We get that hit of dopamine from doing something that makes us feel good because we've chosen to feel good about it. And that means we're more open to seeing other things we can do good, other ways we can create wins. On the flip side, when we feel bad about things, our brain shuts down. We actually have more neural pathways on the side of the brain that is responsible for that fight or flight mode that we can easily go into. So when we're experiencing loads of stress with work and Christmas and getting everything done, we're naturally gonna be in a bit of fight or flight mode. And if we then put pressure on ourselves to do everything right with health and fitness, eat really well, avoid all the treats, do all the exercise, and we find that really hard, and then we feel bad about it and we beat ourselves up for not doing it, and we feel bad about that food we ate and we feel guilty for not doing our workout, then our brain just shuts down. It puts us in even more of a fight or flight mode or freeze and we we don't take positive action in that situation. Our brain will shut down to any opportunity to create wins and find solutions and it will just say, no, you've messed it up today, why bother? Like, give up, start again tomorrow, start again after Christmas and then you don't get to the goals that you've got. The people who succeed with health, fitness, weight loss, the people who lose weight and keep it off for good, they have generally good plans and good habits, but they're also flexible and they don't beat themselves up. So they're consistent, but they're not perfect. They adapt to things, they have routines and habits that just work for them, but they're not tied to them. They can go off and have something that's indulgent and overeat at times and miss workouts, but they don't feel guilty and beat themselves up. They just get back on track and keep going. 
and they enjoy the process generally because of those habits and because they have good thoughts about it. Sometimes it's just habits and it's automatic, they don't even think about it. Other times they just, they're good at actually seeing wins and feeling proud of what they do. And the thing is, good habits and good thoughts, they can both be built and learnt and embedded for anyone. So if you don't have those good habits at the moment, or you don't have that pattern of thinking good thoughts, helpful, kind, compassionate thoughts to yourself, you can build those. It just takes conscious practice to do it. And awareness is the first step with this. So awareness of the fact that maybe my habits aren't as helpful as they could be, and maybe my thinking isn't as helpful as it could be. Maybe I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself and I'm being really harsh or critical to myself. That awareness is step one. Often then people feel bad about the fact they're now aware of this and they can see that they're doing it. They can see that their habits aren't where they want to be or they're critical of themselves. And they, because they've got awareness, then they just feel bad about the fact they're doing it. But if we have awareness of, okay, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I know what I need to start doing, what's the next doable thing I can kind of put into place here to make that start to happen? How can I start to set my day up in a way that works better for me? Can I plan to get up tomorrow 15 minutes earlier and have my my exercise kit ready out, like laid out, ready for me to use, my workout gear so I can like put it on straight away in the morning? Can I bring in my food? Can I prep my food today so that I can take my lunch in tomorrow? And I've got something then to snack on if I see everyone else indulging in stuff. I've got my my clementines or my healthy lunch and I'll go into that day feeling prepared. And then if something worth it is there, I'm still going to have that and enjoy it and not feel bad. But you've kind of mentally rehearsed it and you start then to make it easier to start to build those habits and build those good thoughts. There are so many opportunities to do this each day. And it's when we think we have to do it perfectly and we put that much pressure on ourselves that then we just we don't do it because our brain shuts down but if you're seeing okay there's loads of opportunities today to make a good choice or to to be more supportive to myself and just make my next choice a great one then it starts to open up so many things that you can do that string together that consistency that actually gives you much better results and being nowhere near perfect like throughout the month obviously sometimes it's going to be a great choice but a lot of the times it's like, it's just a good choice. It's not perfect, but that's okay. Consistency is the goal. There's a few questions that can help to kind of get into that mindset as well. One of those questions is, how would I talk to a friend about this? If you notice you're feeling a bit stuck, you're feeling frustrated with yourself, wishing you'd done something better or just not knowing what to do next, how would I talk to a friend about this is a really good question. When I asked this question to my client earlier today, she came up with a really good solution straight away. She decided that she would say to a friend, okay, that didn't go well today, but could you still go out for a walk now? Let's just go for a quick walk before dinner. She would encourage her friend to go out and do that. Whereas when she was talking to herself, her thinking was along the lines of, well, you've ruined it today. So you messed up, let's just eat dinner and put on our pajamas and go to bed. And we'll do something tomorrow and then wait she was waking up tomorrow and feeling bad for yesterday and then losing motivation to do anything that day because she's already feeling bad and from so many of us there's a huge difference in how we would talk to a friend versus how we talk to ourselves we're so much harder and more critical on ourselves but when we talk to a friend we're so much kinder and more compassionate and we can help encourage and guide that friend 
to do something that's really helpful and positive for them. So framing it that way can help you find the things that you can do for you that also feel more helpful and more positive as well. And many times I will we'll think about things that we're struggling with and we'll kind of see that as like we're making excuses. Whereas when you're talking to a friend about things and they've got challenges just like you have, you wouldn't tell them you're making excuses, you're lazy, you're just, you're not trying hard enough. You would most likely for that friend, you'd validate the fact they have got challenges, that there is a lot going on, it is, it's hard right now. But what is one thing we can do? How can we just make the best of this and do something that's, that's helpful for you today? So we need to do the same thing for ourselves. Like it's not making excuses. If you have got challenges, that is often valid. Like you have got a lot going on, so you can't do this perfectly. But if you're seeing it as, that's okay, I've got challenges, but what can I do today? How can I encourage and guide and support myself to doing something helpful for my goals? And recognize that whatever I can do, that is great. That is a win. It doesn't have to be perfect. Then you start to take positive action and that's where it's gonna help you enormously to keep that consistency and then see the progress towards your goals as well. And through the festive season, progress might just be maintaining your weight. It might be enjoying festive foods, but not overindulging, just finding that balance and then feeling in a great place to keep moving forwards into the new year. You get to decide what progress is for you. There's no perfect answer to that either. A few other good questions is, how can I feel good about this choice? If you're making an indulgent choice, enjoy it guilt-free and then make your next choice a great one see if you can get some nutrition into your next food choice when you feel hungry see if you can eat that food choice really mindfully as well and then if it's not amazing or you're full before you finished leaving it behind is still a win versus just eating the whole thing because you feel bad because you've already messed up by eating it asking as well is it worth it is a really helpful question that a lot of clients find just incredibly useful to ask because there's so many choices around, but a lot of them are things you can always get again. There's only a few select things that are really, really special that you will not be able to get easily again at any other point. So is it worth it? Is it gonna make me feel great? What will make me feel at my best is another good question to ask. Because if you ask what will make me feel at my best, sometimes it might be indulging in that delicious Christmas festive food. Other times it might be saying no to that, knowing that actually for the moment you eat that food, it might feel fantastic, but then you'll feel sick and you'll feel stuffed and you'll feel not great. It won't sit well in your stomach. So it's context dependent. What will make me feel at my best? Either way, you can create a win from that. And then keeping going, being consistent and asking, can I just, can I just do this one next thing? If it feels like there's a lot to do and getting to the point of doing a workout, going for a walk, is just the motivation's just not there. Can I just like put on my exercise kit? Can I just go and make a drink so I'm ready to go with my workout? Can I just find my Spotify playlist so I've got some cool songs to listen to when I do my workout? Can I just get my shoes out ready? Can I just put my shoes on? Breaking it down into really small doable steps can also help a lot. So then, it feels like I can just do that one thing. It's super easy. And then you've got the next thing that you can do that's super easy, one step at a time. But feeling good about doing those things is important as well. You don't have to feel like this is amazing. I've done really well by putting my shoes on, but you can feel like that's cool. I've done the next step. Okay, what's the next thing I can do? But taking the pressure off, 
is hugely key at this time of year. Like you don't have to do this perfectly at any point. You get to decide what you want Christmas to be. It doesn't have to be losing weight. It could be just maintaining and enjoying a really healthy relationship with food. Whatever you decide, make sure you enjoy it because this life is fairly short and we don't want to spend it feeling bad about things and constantly feeling under pressure and that we're never doing enough. If we frame it differently, we can feel a whole lot better. And when we feel a whole lot better, we take better actions more consistently. And so we actually get to the goals we've got as well. Taking the pressure off also means there's no deadline for reaching a certain weight by a certain point, which can also mean you can enjoy Christmas and find the balance there. Build that healthy relationship with food, like practice mindful eating, know that you can't mess this up. And that often means actually you eat less of the indulgent things because you enjoy them more and you stop sooner knowing you haven't ruined it at any point and then because there's no deadline you can't fail you're actually more likely to take better actions going forward into the new year as well because you know this is about building habits and enjoyable routines and a lifestyle that really works for you where you've got things you enjoy you're eating foods that you love and you're also eating foods that make you feel like your best and you're doing exercise because you enjoy it and because it makes you feel good not because you have to burn a certain amount of calories or do a certain amount of workouts per week to lose weight. It's about feeling at your best. And that means five or 10 minutes sometimes when that's all you can fit in, that's still a win. That will get your heart rate pumping a little bit, give you some endorphins, give you a hit of dopamine, makes you feel good, helps your body feel better. That's a big goal as well. Building a healthy relationship with food, with exercise, with yourself, taking the pressure off, enjoying the process, that will lead you to getting to your goals and keeping them as well. So I hope that helps. Thank you as always for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it, rate it, review it. If you haven't done yet, I hugely appreciate it. And it really helps other people to find it as well. So thank you. If you need to get in touch and want to ask any questions, feel free to email me, hayley at hayleyplummer.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram via the links in the show notes. Have a great day and speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.